You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, thanks for joining us. My name is Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. You know, we're here every week with you talking about real estate. We're giving you the ins, the outs, the tips, the advice on how to conquer and uh, take advantage of the American dream, right? We want you to leverage everything we got on the show. And we hope that you enjoy the show and share this with your friends and family and, uh, and hope to be insightful for you. I love this thing called real estate. I know it's changed my life and so many people around me. Uh, so I'm very passionate about it and passionate about bringing on guests that are going to, you know, do the same in the various, various, various fields and, uh, and facets of real estate. So if you have any questions, we welcome these questions. Uh, you can, you can either hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Dispirito team you can send us an easy message there, or you can contact us at 401-217-2333. go ahead and uh, connect with with us over there. So we've got a big show for us today. It's great. We've got Jill Sugarman, and uh, she's an attorney. She's an estate planner. So this isn't a topic that we've discussed often on the show, but I think it's necessary, you know, protecting your assets, protecting your home, um, and really how to go ahead and prepare for either retirement or unfortunately, the inevitable thing um, where you have to leave your family with stuff, we all die. I hate to say it. It's a topic. It's it's part of life. Um, but also how to protect your home from the nursing home as well, too, right? We're dealing with a situation right now, just to preface, you know, a little bit of what we're talking about, where I have uh, clients and they orchestrated the, um, and, and Jill will be able to talk more about this, but they orchestrated their home in such a way in the deed in such a way where their mother went into, um, hospice. And instead of having to give, uh, the home up, they basically were able to retain it and not having to give any of their proceeds out when they sold it. So we're going to get more into that. And again, protecting your home, your loved ones, uh, and your assets from, you know, from uh, any type of, of receivership or, or anything at all. Okay, so stay tuned. But right now, we're going to talk more about my specialty. And that is the housing market. Okay, we work a lot with buyers and sellers here in Rhode Island, buying and selling real estate, whether it's first time buyers or people buying vacation luxury homes. You know, we handle all of that at Angle and Volkers. And there's some sellers right now that are very concerned. And I want to tell you, listen, you don't have to be concerned. The market's not falling apart, but things are changing and you want to make sure to act accordingly. And this is going to be extra special as well for buyers too. So listen, I want you to to really tune into this um, because we're going to be talking about some really important insights into the market. And I'm going to let you know exactly how you can leverage the market, whether you're buying or selling and or doing that congruently. Okay. Super important stuff here. So if you know anybody that's going through it, and if it's not you, I want you to text them or pick up the call and say, Hey, I want you to turn on 104.7 FM or 9:20 AM. I want you to check this out 
because uh, they're going to be talking about the housing market. And I know you've been frustrated, so check it out, right? So again, if you're just tuning in, I'm Emilio Desperado, one of the owners at Anglo and & Volkers, and uh, I lead the Desperado team, a team of, of top-tier agents helping buyers and sellers here in Rhode Island. And we're open to answering any of your questions, 401-217-2333. So weekly, I talk about the single-family housing market, but I also have a lot of clients that are purchasing and selling condos and multifamily. So we will get to single-family, but right now, I want to start with condominiums, okay? Because we don't often talk about condos, um, but I'm noticing some changes in all of those markets, okay? Let's start talking about condos. With condos, currently we've got 274 active on the market and 487 pending. So it's still a very impressive time to be selling condos. But the good news is that inventory is up. Inventory is up. I remember when the inventory was around 150, 200 units on market, and now we have exponentially more. And that's going to continue to grow, I believe. As the inventory continues to grow, it's going to be easier and easier for buyers to purchase. And again, these buyers could be people that are moving out of single family homes, looking for an easier lifestyle, maintenance free lifestyle, moving into condominiums. Okay. And we've got plenty of amazing communities around the state and we can guide you there. Okay. So, um, but what I want to look at though, is the days on market and this has caused panic for anybody selling. But I don't want you to panic. You got to play your cards right to make the most amount of money. Okay. So the days on market have jumped from 11 days on market previously to 34. Now I want to tell you where I'm getting this information from. MLS, I'm taking all of the condos. I'm taking all of the active under contract. I'll explain what that means in a minute. And all of the pending, all of the solds, all of the actives. And I'm going and taking all of that and I'm breaking that all down. And now the, the, the two that are most important right now are going to be the active under contract. Those are all the newly contracted homes. These are the homes that are going through the contingency period of usually inspections and or financing, waiting for the inspections to happen, the appraisal to come through, the buyer to get financing. When most of those contingencies are done, it then pops into a pending status. So now keep in mind, these pending sales that I'm going to be talking about are about a month back. So they're in the previous market. The active under contracts are the newest ones under contract. Okay. So with that said, days on market are up three times. Some of that could be due to seasonality. It happens here. Last year, it didn't happen here so much in Rhode Island. We had record-breaking sales last year for the amount of homes sold, the amount of um, Multifamily sold. Condos slowed down a little bit. But don't stress the days on market. Just understand you got to price your home appropriately, your condo appropriately. Don't overprice it. And the days on market, it's just going to happen. You're going to sell as long as you're marketed and priced appropriately. But keep in mind and be prepared. It might not sell in the first five or six days. They're pending in 34 days on average right now. Okay. So if you've been on for 20 days, 30 days, you're going to get some more showings. You should get some more showings. Give it a chance. Give the market a chance. The market changes. We can't compare what's happening today 
to last month, two months ago. It's just a different place. There's international events going on. You know, there's the stock market, um, you know, took a little bit of a tumble. It's been good back and forth. But now we just heard about some news from this Chinese company, massive $300 billion portfolio. Well, they're, they're in debt, $300 billion, and that could affect things over here in America too. It's a world economy. We'll report more on that when we find out more. All right, let's jump over to multifamily housing, okay? Multifamily housing. I've been watching this one very, very, very closely, okay? Because we work with a lot of people that invest from outside of the state, from in the state. We also uh, shout out to Nexus Property Management. They manage over 1,500 properties here locally, and they um, really let us know the insights of what's happening into the market in addition to our experience. So it's really great. It's a great resource, uh, and they're, they're fantastic. You got to follow those guys, Nexus Property Management Online. They do a blog. They're fantastic. So active units on market is up. We're at 293 active units on market. That, again, is also near double of where it was at the lull. So the lull was last year, March, April, May, right? And there were less than half from what I remember of what there are now. So there's nearly 300 active units on the market, meaning buyers have more to look at. Multifamily homes now are three times more days on market than they were here in Rhode Island even last month. That's a big difference three times more days on market than last month. I mean, we went from 15 days on market until stuff was pending. And by the way, check this out at $96 per square foot median. And right now we're at 47 days on market with $92 per square foot. I think what's happening here in the multifamily market is that a lot of people got sick of, uh, Maybe tenants not paying rent, you know, uh, due to COVID, all that other stuff, the moratorium, they lost their shirts. A lot of owners lost their shirts and they were like, you know what, we're putting this on the market. So when you have a flood of inventory hit the market, you're going to see an extended number of days on market and you're going to see prices appreciate uh, much less. And you're also going to potentially see certain price drops right? You're not listing the property to go as high as possible. You're listing the property to compete now. There's a strategy to get the highest offer and it's not to list higher than what you're going to get, okay? There's more to that. And if you want to talk about that, give me a call, 401-217-2333. If you're a buyer right now, right now is the time to be jumping in that multifamily market, I'm telling you. Absolutely telling you because sellers that have been on the market now 30 days are like, what is going on? Go after those listings. Go after those if you're the buyers. I'm telling you, those, those sellers are going to be much more pliable. You're going to get a way better deal. And if you're looking to buy several units, it's out there right now. If you're doing a 1031 exchange, do it. Take advantage of it right now. All right, let's jump into single family, right? I can tell you anything you want to know about the single family market. We've got a really great market here in Rhode Island, but it's so odd. I mean, we have a listing in Warwick, right? And we were on for like four days and we get a call from our client and just total panic mode, right? Nicest guy in the world, fantastic guy and total panic mode. And 
when I was talking with this gentleman, I was like, hey, it's all good that your home hasn't sold. It's all good that we've had very low traffic right now, okay? Because we knew this was going to happen. We forecasted this when we sat down originally and we discussed that the days on market are more than double of what they were. That's right. They used to be pending. Single family homes a month back were pending 15 days on market and it just jumped over to 36 days median time frame on market. It's more than double, which is crazy, right? In addition to that, though, the good news is that prices are still looking to appreciate a tad, right? They're still appreciating. We don't see a decline in pricing, but, you know, we do see a huge uptick in, um, in competition, right? We're now up to about 1,250 single-family homes on the market, which is more than twice as many as we had last year at this time. It's a lot of houses now. A lot of houses, still not enough. And I want to give you this other thing before we cut to a commercial break. I want to tell you something. People are like, I'm going to wait for the market to crash, right? I'm going to wait for this, for that. Yes, that could happen at any time. I don't have a crystal ball, but I speak with people that have won the crystal ball award. Remember Barry Habib? He's been on the show a bunch of times. If you follow him, I think you're going to hear a lot of the same stuff as what we're talking about here as we get some of our insights there, but also I know because my boots are on the ground. So here's, and I'm reading all the, the news, the publications, I'm reporting it to you, right? But here's, here's my thought. The housing market is cyclical. We all know that, but it doesn't move in 10-year cycles, okay? According to Bloomberg, it moves in 18-year cycles. Now, for the past 200 years, it has moved in 18-year cycles, that leaves us with roughly five years before the market is really going to change. And you may say, well, I don't know, that's kind of a long time, but it's really not because you've got to figure we are about 4 million homes short of hitting the inventory that we need to balance the market. So when you have a lack of supply and a high demand and what's driving the demand, well, the affordability still. Mortgage rates drop down under 3% again throughout the country, obviously, and it's still a great time for buyers to be going out and purchasing. So as long as people stay employed and people are getting back to work, the millennial population, uh, the age of homeowners is still growing. So we got more and more people coming in and buying uh, and baby boomers are still selling and relocating. So as long as all that happens, which it will for the next five or so years, we're in a pretty solid spot. And one last thought too. And I know I said one last thought a minute or two ago, and my producers tell me we got to cut to a commercial, but I need to leave you with this, right? The market is less competitive now than it was though. You can't go in and price your home at where you think it's going to sell now. Like what we were doing like a couple months back, a few months back, we were saying, hey, we could price it, pad the pricing a little bit because it's quite possible you're going to get this because of how rapid the market is appreciating. Appreciation has slowed down. Competition has increased. What you now need to do is you need to make your home show ready for number one. Number two, you've got to price it correctly. Some people are even taking advantage and pricing it a tad under fair market value to attract people to see the value and then getting bid wars. But the people, the clients that have not taken our uh, advice on pricing, 
have sat in the market. And then they come back and they say, what can we do about marketing? What can we do about this? What can we do about that? And we remind them, listen, at Engel and Volkers, we're putting you in front of not only local websites, national websites, but global websites. We're giving you more marketing, a more robust marketing package than anyone else. We know for a fact we're in front of all of the buyers. Okay. It just happens that the market is rejecting your price as we discussed, and we need to price your home appropriately. Buyers are so savvy. They know this stuff. They know pricing. We've got a lot to talk about here today. I'm really excited to be with you. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show, powered by Engel and Bulkers here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about the ins and outs of real estate. We're really happy you're joining us today. We've got a really great guest, and this show today is powered by Scott and Hanwerger LLC. They're a law firm that handles uh, estates and uh, estate law. And I'm sure our friend Jill Sugarman, who is one of the partners over there, can elaborate on more on what they do. And, uh, and by the way, we're going to be talking about asset protection for your home. So I wanted to give a, pref- a, pre- a preface to the, uh, the, the segment. But before we get any further, Jill, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Thank you so much, Emilio. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Jill, Jill, is this your first time on radio? I don't think so, right? It's not my first time on radio, but I'm sure this is going to be the best time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good stuff. So, Jill, um, first off, uh, as far as your your firm, what you specifically do? Can you can you tell us like you specifically focus on one area of law? Can you elaborate on that? Actually, myself and both of my partners, uh, Laura Hamburger and uh, Catherine Scott, we all do the same exact thing. We do estate planning, elder law, which means we draft wills, trusts, powers of attorney. We do estate administration, trust administration, and a big portion of our practice is elder law, which is Mm -hmm. kind of what we're going to talk about today, which is kind of protecting the assets and most of the home. Yeah, which is a huge thing. And we see it way too many times where people are stuck in probate when they're selling their homes or selling their parents' homes, their parents pass away and they leave them with a mess. And it's not intended. It's just one of those things. People avoid you probably like the plague when, you know, when they really shouldn't. I mean, even even people in their 30s um, with assets really should be talking with you and getting an estate plan together. So Asset protection for your home, trusts in the home, life estates, there's a lot to cover here. We're probably not going to be able to cover all of this today, but I want you to know you can go ahead and you can uh, call Jill at her office at 401-654-6770. I use Jill personally. I've referred her to a ton of my clients. She's fantastic, knows her stuff, only focuses on this field. So you're not getting a divorce attorney that also does this or a real estate attorney that also does this. I like to work with specialists. That's why I contact Jill Sugarman at Scott and Handwerger LLC. The bill's in the mail for that one, Jill. So, um, <laughs> but it's all true, but it's all true. So, so anyways, Jill, let's jump into uh, asset protection for your home. What, just as a brief overview, like what can somebody do 
to protect. Long and short of it is, you don't want to be stuck in a crisis situation. You get older, we all know what the prices of real estate, what is the most valuable asset most people have? It is their home. And planning for your home is pretty easy. If I take away your money and put it somewhere, you're going to notice it's missing. If I take away your home, but let you live there for the rest of your life and nobody can sell it on you, you're going to feel pretty good about it. How do you do that? Well, it's dependent. It's situational. So I'm not going to give away all my tools in my toolbox and all my secrets, but depending upon your age, your family situation, your other income and so on, there's a number of things. Sometimes we go with trusts, irrevocable trusts to protect the home. Sometimes we do life estate deeds. And sometimes we might add children on as joint tenants, which is least preferred, but sometimes it becomes their residence. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow. So needless to say, there's going to be a lot of a lot of different things which are going to it's going to be tailored to your specific situation. Quite recently, I've had some clients which you helped me out with. Um, you were very kind to help us out with. Um, and they were put in. Do you remember what type of deed that was uh, that I sent over to you in a text? Uh, yes, it was a joint tenancy. A joint tenancy. So with the joint tenancy, they Great were able survivorship these two sisters were able to have a right of survivorship and Medicaid couldn't take money from the mom's portion, correct? Correct. So let's say I'm sick, I end up in the nursing home, I end up on Medicaid and I have a house in my name, they don't count it against me, I can get on Medicaid. But if I die and it's in my individual name, not mm -hmm. jointly owned or not a life estate deed or not in a trust, then they can put a lien on it to get paid back for everything they paid to the nursing home. Wow, okay. Now, what are the downfalls of the life estate, though? Well, a life estate deed is only for the right candidate. Happy family, two kids, everybody's good. And you can able to, once you're in the nursing home, all your money's at the nursing home. So your kids need to be able to continue to pay the upkeep on the home. Okay. And if they can't do that, then it becomes a problem. Then you need to sell it. And there's a value that gets dropped in your lap. So trusts are always the best, but they're more expensive. So some people don't want to pull the plug. Okay. Understood. Wow. Okay. I can, I can see how that can be somewhat confusing though for people is like, well, my kids are in that, that great of a place right now, or I don't have kids who could there be other beneficiaries if you don't have anybody related to you for a life estate? Absolutely. But generally speaking, when people want to protect their assets, it's, they want to protect them for the benefit of somebody. Mm -hmm. They're not, if you don't have anybody that you, that you're worried about protecting, you usually kind of don't care. <laughs> Let, let's let's dig down a little bit deeper into the core of our topic today, and it's how to protect your home from the nursing home. I know we touched upon stuff, but I'm sure you, you have you can elaborate much more. Yep. So not only um, you want to do proactive planning, not crisis planning. In a crisis situation, I might have some tools in my toolbox, but I might not. You want to proactively do it. So you you see a lot of people that are downsizing. The market is crazy right now. They're taking their money off the table. Um, real estate is a wonderful investment. It always has been, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's your greatest investment and you're trying to protect it, um, you want to think about it ahead of time. Don't call me when you're sick and you're the only person there and you're in the nursing home. Again, sometimes I can help you, but sometimes I can't. So you actually should always call just in case. But you want to do proactive planning. So as you're aging and you begin to trust your kids, it does happen, people. I promise you. They'll get older. You want to put them in charge. You trust them implicitly. And you know what? That is a good time to talk to somebody about protecting the home. 
But the other thing I wanted to mention is we have so many people that come in and they've either sold their homes, moved in with their children, or their children buy a home and then they want to build an in-law or renovate it, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you're seeing a lot of different options out there when you're selling houses because there isn't that much out there. So they have to take what's out there. And all I have to say, people, ask the lawyer before you do any of that, because you want to make sure that the dollars that if you sell your house, you buy a life estate in your kid's house, or you properly pay for the renovations. Well, you don't need to make it gloom and doom. It's gloom and doom in a crisis. It's not gloom and doom now. So especially, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you and you have this wonderfully successful real estate firm. And when you have situations, you and everybody you work with and other agents that are out there that are listening and real estate attorneys that are listening, when you have a situation where somebody's buying or selling a house, they're moving in with a child or they're moving a parent in, have a conversation. You know what? You might want to talk to somebody about that because even if it only costs you X amount of dollars for a consultation, you're going to know what you want to do or not do. You're going to protect the biggest, biggest, biggest asset of your life, which is your home. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Absolutely. Now, are there ways to protect your whole real estate portfolio? Yes, and very often it is. It's the second home that many people in Rhode Island have in South County. Um, so sometimes we're just protecting the second home to make sure no matter what, that house is available to go to the kids and the grandkids. So we can really mm -hmm. create a legacy, especially if we can put money in that trust. So it's really up to the individuals what they're trying to protect. But here is the key thing. In general, there's a five-year look-back period, right? What's so that? if you apply for Medicaid, they'll look and see what you've done in the last five years. So if you gave away something, which is to an individual or to a trust, again, uh -huh. that might disqualify you or there might be other issues. So be proactive. And if you wow. have a great second property, third property, LLCs, rental properties, absolutely talk to somebody. Five-year look-back. I mean, there's always a way to get you. I mean, so... <laughs> And then, and then, you know, in addition, this is a whole another subject, which I'd love to have you come on the show uh, about would be, you know, inheritance taxes and what type of investments or what type of assets and whatnot are, you know, apply, how to protect yourself, what type of tax shelters to have. I think, you know, I think you and Sandra Peters would be fantastic. Uh, Sandra <laughs> Peters with Ameriprise, you know, Sandra, right? She's the best. And we have, we're like the dynamic duo. We love to work with clients together. Yeah, she is fantastic. Shout out to Sandra Peters with Ameriprise Financial. Right, um, Deep Financial. Yes, yes. So good stuff. Um, Jill, anything else you'd like to, to, to give our listeners as far as some tips or? or I do. The, the greatest thing you want to do, you want to take a look at your deed which nobody can seem to find when I ask for it. But take a look at the deed, the most recent deed that you have. Pull it out, take a look. Do you own it as tenants in common? Do you own it as joint tenants? Do you own it as tenants by the entirety, which is a lot more asset protection for a married couple, joint tenancy for a married couple. Take a look at your deed. Think about your house. Think about what your goals and your plans are. And this planning is not for somebody who's going to keep their house forever. This planning is for somebody who wants to protect the value of their home or the value of their second home. It could be a house that they bought for $30,000 that's worth $300,000 now, or it could be $3 million. You don't know what it is. So proactive planning, take a look at it and have a discussion with your family. Think about it. Do you find that a lot of people avoid this topic because of the, they're afraid of their own mortality? People don't like to discuss their own mortality. I ran funeral homes and I promise you funeral directors were the worst. They never planned ahead. What they think they're not going to die. You see people die every day. 
Wow. Again, I tell people I hope you die, you know, before me and I live a lot longer, but we're <laughs> all going to die. It's certain death and taxes. Come on. We've been discussing this for years. Oh, but you can't God. fear it. You plan around it. Because if you want your family to have as much that you can leave behind and you want them all to sit together at Thanksgiving the next year so they don't hate each other because you didn't properly plan, then you should definitely reach out to an attorney and get it done. Wow. And you can call Jill Sugarman, who is located <laughs> right in uh, your, your office is right in East Providence, right off Wampanoag Trail, right? Yeah, we're actually uh, Riverside across from the big old Brown Physicians building with every one of my client has a doctor in there. So oh, who does? Wow. Right? <laughs> wow, that's great. And you can go ahead and, and visit her, but make sure you make an appointment first. Give her a call. Tell her you heard it here. 401 Six five four six seven seven zero. I'll say it one more time for our slow writers out there. 401-654-6770. Great stuff. Jill Sugarman, she's an attorney and partner with Scott and Hanwerger LLC right here in Rhode Island covering estate law. Jill, thanks for being here with us today. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the time. You bet. You're welcome. Hey, I want you guys to stay tuned because we're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Volkers. And we'll be back in a couple minutes. Stay tuned. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. All right. Thanks for joining. I'm Emilio Desperado. I am a local real estate professional here and one of the owners at Engel and Volkers Real Estate covering Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut and recommending you to 950 shops globally. Guys, 34 countries, five continents. We've got a top advisor in the market you're looking. Let us connect you. No charge for that. We'll make sure you are taken care of. So, I want to talk about buyers right now, right? We don't often get to cover buyers in detail. And I want to give a shout out to a good friend of mine, Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections. Mike Auger was literally the first home inspector I ever hired. I hired him because he is a veteran. And this was almost a decade ago. And he has done probably four, 500 inspections for us since then, if not more. Top-notch guy, homeinspectorri.com, Mike Auger. So he he gave me the idea of this and uh, basically said, hey, man, what is going on with buyers? They're waiving their inspections. It's absolute pandemonium out there. After they waive the inspections in order for them to be competitive, and I'm doing the air quotes, competitive in the market to win offers. And sometimes they have to, I hate to say it. We don't suggest that they do, but sometimes they have to beat out other offers. Why are they doing this though? Like, why are they, if they're doing it, why are they not doing a home inspection after the sale just to find out how things work in the home? What is going on? What repairs might need to be done? You know, there's so many downfalls to, to just waiving something. So I want to talk about the current market right now and why, if you're a buyer, you might not have to do that anymore. You might not have to waive contingencies to be as competitive because if you listen to the earlier segment of the show, inventory is up. Days on market are up. This is a, a time where you have finally somewhat leverage as a buyer when you can understand what's going on in the market and understand the seller's mindset. 
So here is a nugget of information that I hope will serve you well. Sellers are so used to seeing their, their, their neighbors' homes go so quickly and sellers, homes that have been on the market for 30 or so days on the market, I'm telling you, those sellers are like, what is going on? What's wrong with my house? What's wrong with the marketing? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? Those are the type of homes, if you're a buyer, you're going to go in with much less, if not zero competition. So don't go waive your home inspection at this time. Weigh the situation out and speak with your uh, real estate agent or advisor, if you're using someone at Angle and Volker, speak with them and weigh it all out. You don't need to give away the farm, guys. You don't need to waive your rights to home inspections, which, by the way, in the Rhode Island contract that is mostly used by realtors, it gives you 10 business days to do these. If you want to hash away and make your offer more competitive, why not go in and just say, hey, listen, we'll complete the home inspections within seven calendar days. Now, what you've done is you've literally omitted about half the uh, or half the time of the risk for the sellers. You made your offer more attractive. And if you want to make it even more attractive, you can simply say, hey, listen, we're not going to ask you for any one repair under 2,500 bucks. Now those sellers are knowing you're not nickeling and diming. So it's important. So don't go waive your contingencies. A little bit different if you're going into a home that's new construction, because guys, guess what? They have to get their certificate of occupancy for you to purchase the home. That's an, its own inspection. Or if you're FHA or VA financing or Rhode Island housing financing, your uh, appraisal, while it's not a full-blown like 1,900-point inspection like Mike Auger would do, it is an inspection on health and safety items in addition to price. Okay, so you got more leverage than you think, buyers, and you need to act appropriately so you're not waiving your rights and crushing yourself financially. Think about it. You waive your inspections and all of a sudden you find out that your basement just leaks, just pours water in like, oh my God, you've stored stuff down there. Now you have a loss. Maybe you didn't take out the appropriate insurance. Maybe it could have been something small. You could have fixed or ask the sellers to fix, or maybe there's some electrical issues that you didn't know about. Some big ticket stuff here in houses. A lot of risk when you're buying a home. So you need to make sure you are doing your due diligence, having someone thoroughly check out a home, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars that you're spending, do it correctly. Give me a call if you want to link up with any of our top advisors. We've got folks that work with veterans exclusively. We've got folks that work with multifamily home buyers and home sellers, luxury properties, second homes, condos, luxury condos. We have an advisor here at Engel and Volkers that'll specialize in the niche in Rhode Island that you need. It's what we do. We, we focus on this hyper local stuff and I hire advisors that handle those different market segments so we can service everybody. It's fantastic. Give us a call, 401-217-2333. And if you have questions, we'd love to answer your questions. Last week, we had a great question we answered. I haven't gotten a question in for this week. Go ahead, drop your question in the voicemail, 401-217-2333. We'd love to hear from you. Great show today. 
if you missed any of these segments, I want you to go on facebook.com backslash Disparado team, or you can simply Google Disparado team. And you're going to go ahead and find our Facebook on there. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's talk. Let's chat. I'm here for you. Thanks for being here with us every single week. We've got a great rest of the show coming up. Jennifer Jaber, I know, is going to be talking about the top five events happening in early October. You're going to want to check that out. Again, riblogger.com. Check that website out. Hey, we're going to be right back in a couple minutes here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this show is powered by Engel and Volkers. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Good morning. My name is Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. And we have on Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. She's here to let you know about all of the best, greatest, and latest events happening here in Rhode Island and all of the finest places to dine and drink beer and whiskey. Jen, what's up? Lots of things, um, all kinds of fundraisers, fall fest. So we've got lots of things going on um, starting in October. So Sunday, October 3rd is, 3rd, is the Rock and Roads Music Fest 2021 to benefit um, the Shriners Children Hospital. It's from 1 to 6 at the Roads on the Patuxet. Um, there's going to be great music, food, a full bar, and the opportunity to meet the quote-unquote Wahlbergers, um, Arthur Wahlberg and crew, all while supporting the Shriners Hospital for Children. Uh, bands include Hey 19, Soul Box, The Midnight Callers, and there's um, a few more bands. And 100% of the proceeds will go directly um, to the Shriners Children's Hospital. Um, it's $20 in advance and $25 at the door. So if you register in advance, you save a little bit of money there. Um, but again, a great cause and a great night out. Friday, October 1st, um, if you were a Three Doors Down, um, Three Doors Down fan back in the day, <laughs> um, Friday, October 1st, you can head to Bold Point Park, which I actually really love them. If you haven't been to a concert there yet, it's an awesome venue. Um, there was not too much there last year because of COVID. I don't even know if there's yeah. anything, but but this year they're going again. So it's outdoors, which is great. Um, and this will be the For the Better Life 20th anniversary tour um, with Three Doors Down. Sorry about that. Um, which is a hit among many generations. And um, they'll play their album in its entirety from front to back. So if you were a fan, you're going to hear all your songs that you wanted to hear. And again, that's October 1st um, at Bold Point Park. October 2nd is Wakefield Oktoberfest on Main Street in Wakefield. I also go to this every year. It's from um, noon until 11 p.m. It's a full day of live music, street performers, dancing, kids game, um, acts of all kinds. You can shop local, eat local. There's a beer garden. There's also two stages. Um, and there's a, the beer garden is a ticketed event, actually a pre-ticketed event. So um, if you want to get your tickets in advance, you can guarantee to get into that part. But everything that's along the street is free and you can kind of just walk along and enjoy everything. Nice. The fall festival will be taking place at Clark's Farms in Matunic, um, and it recurs every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday until October 31st. Um, there's two miles of a corn maze. Um, it's a family-friendly corn maze. They also have flashlight nights, which is worth checking out. There's a scavenger hunt, um, corn cannons, petting zoo, and um, all kinds of stuff, just so a great um, family fall fun day. 
And last but not least, Saturday, October 2nd is the 2021 Flames of Hope, um, a celebration of life and fireworks. It takes place at 7 p.m. at the Rhode Island State House. Um, the evening remembers those who lost their battle to cancer, honors those who have fought and survived, and pays tribute to those who are currently um, fighting. There'll be performances by the State Ballet of Rhode Island. There'll be storytelling, torch ceremony, live music, dancing, food trucks, and a beautiful fireworks display. And it also is there's the pink party event um, and the food and wine event, which are ticketed events. So there's a lot going around um, the Gloria Gemma Foundation that weekend. Awesome. And that's all on riblogger.com. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate you being here. And uh, thank you. I appreciate your take on fall as well. Guys, check out riblogger.com. Make sure to put your events in there as well. It's a highly trafficked local website, riblogger.com. Thanks, Jen. Thanks. Have a great week. You're very welcome. Hey, I'd like to thank Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. I'd like to also thank Jill Sugarman with Scott and Handwerger LLC. She handles estate planning. She is an attorney. I'd like to thank Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, all of our advisors over at Engel and Volkers, and uh, most importantly, you, our listeners, for making this show what it is every single week. Thank you very much. And, and our producers, can't forget about you guys. Thank you so much, Bill, station manager. Guys, stay tuned. We're going to be back next week here at 10 a.m. on News Radio 920-1047. FM and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. Thank you so much. God bless you. We'll see you then.